On this episode of the Tony D Podcast brought to you by Flooring is Forever and Kyle at Caliber Home Loans, we're going to discuss why I'm pissed off that Philip Rivers decided to hang up the cleats and retire. We're going to dive into what Purdue's been doing and how hot they've been. Maybe the only team to make the tournament from the state of Indiana. Um, some big-time IndyCar news, as we learned earlier this week. And I will give you, as always, my Super Bowl predictions coming up. But as always, I want to thank Kyle at Caliber Home Loans for sponsoring the Tony D Podcast. Kyle, as I've mentioned, is a good friend of mine. But he's also in the mortgage rate business. And mortgage rates are at an all-time low. If you own a home, a refinance could save you hundreds on your monthly payment. Contact Kyle Gilbert at Caliber Home Loans for a quick estimate on how much you could save. 317-680-6306. Give him a call or text 317-680-6306. So I am a little pissed off that Philip Rivers has decided to retire uh, about two weeks after the Colts season has ended. And you say, why would you be pissed off at this, Tony? He came here. He gave it his all. He fought through I- injuries. He got this team to the playoffs and within a few plays from beating the Bills to move on. And I say yes, and that was great. But when I start to think about Philip Rivers, and as a Colts fan, what he has done to the Colts, this guy has continuously as a Charger knocked the Colts out of the playoffs. Then he comes here on a one-year, pretty damn expensive deal and gets bounced out of the playoffs. Now, I get it. That game really wasn't his fault. Maybe he could have made some better plays, some better throws, but um, it wasn't all on him. But when you think about Phillip Rivers, you know, you kind of think about all the times that he, he just he beat the crap out of the Colts, and you're kind of like, oh, man, I, I may have forgotten about that because rose-colored glasses, he's been in the horseshoe the last year. Um, with that being said, and kind of playing devil's advocate off of that, um, what an awesome career. Uh, never made it to a Super Bowl, but still uh, one hell of a quarterback. And, you know, I was I was happy with what he did with the Colts. I mean, the, the cards I thought were a little bit stacked against him as far as his age. You know, it's going to take a long time to, to develop with these guys, learn some things, and then you throw in all the COVID protocols and the fact that, you know, he probably didn't get the practice and get that timing down in the offseason like he would want to. With some of his guys, you know, it, it took six or seven weeks for T.Y. Hilton to get open and 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 kind of break out this season. So, um, with that being said, and putting the pissed off to the side, I'm 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 happy for Philip Rivers. Go coach high school football. And uh, was it Will Compton had the tweet of the day that said, um, "Finally, Philip Rivers pulls out." So, congratulations to Philip on a great career. So. Colts fans, they want to know who's coming back, who's not. Do we re-sign T.Y. Hilton? I think T.Y. Hilton would be perfect to be set up for a incentive-based contract. Hey, if you have this many catches, you have this many touchdowns, you have this many yards, we, you know, the contract goes up. You would hope that T.Y. Hilton would want to end his career here. But if you're T.Y. Hilton and you want to win and you know you probably maybe have two years left in the tank, maybe three as a number three or four option. You want to know what's going on at this quarterback position. And I think if you look in the front office with Jim Mercer, first and foremost, every Colts fan knows this dude wants to win now, regardless of you know what it could do for two or three years down the road. So if you have to give up a first-round pick, which is a lot, but if you have to give up some picks to get Matt Stafford here, who I think would flourish in his offense, 
throw for a crazy amount of yards and have a monstrous load of success. If you're a Colts fan and you're Jim Irsay, I, I think you have to pull that trigger and say, let's go get Matt Stafford. Um, I don't think Matt Ryan would be be as good in the system. I think Deshaun Watson is a pipe dream. Uh, that dude's going to be owed, or the, yeah, the Texans are going to be on the hook for like $67 million if they don't keep Deshaun Watson. You think that they're going to just throw that down the hole? Um, so if you're a betting guy, um, this was tipped off to me. But if, if if you're a betting guy, you know you need to look into if you can bet on Deshaun Watson staying with the Texans. Um, I think Matt Stafford is the guy. I don't want to see Carson Wentz here. Uh, I know that there's obvious the, the obvious connection with Frank Reich and 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 in the Eagles and, and the Philly special that we saw, um, you know, before he got hurt in Philadelphia and Nick Foles took him to the Super Bowl. Uh, but Matt Stafford is the guy that I want. That's the guy I want on this football team. He can make all the passes. He can scramble when he needs to. He's 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 a tough ass dude, and I think that's the guy that's gonna gonna be the guy that could take the Colts deep into the playoffs. And and look, it's going to be tough. The Browns have made that next step forward. The Chiefs simply aren't going anywhere, and the Bills have proven that. Yeah, it's been shaky in the playoffs, but you know they they beat the crap out of the Ravens, and the Ravens aren't going anywhere either. So you've got four teams at the top of the AFC that really aren't going anywhere. I think the Titans, led by Derrick Henry, are still going to be a factor, as we learned this year. Um, it's a very tough AFC. It, 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 when it boils down to um, you know, five, five, six teams that, that could do it and, and, and represent the AFC in the Super Bowl each year, that's not going away. And we know that Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are leading that charge. But again, Ravens, Bills, Browns. Throw the Titans in there. Throw the Ravens in there. You know, Lamar Jackson got his first career playoff win. I mean, that's what it usually, if you look at great quarterbacks successful in time, they usually lose that first NFL playoff start and come back and bounce strong. So um, I'm all aboard the Matt Stafford train, and I'm not going to jump off until um, I guess I need to. So Colts, get that done. Switching to IndyCar, but before we do, I want to thank Harley at Flooring is Forever, flooringisforever.com, 317-755-1246. If you're looking for high-quality flooring with a lifetime warranty, then 100% kid-proof, waterproof, and pet-proof Cortec flooring is the way to go with beautiful options from wood to tile looks. It's got a built-in cork backing, which creates an extra layer of insulation. Easy to clean and won't stain. Get a hold of my buddy Harley today, 317-755-1246. Check out their five-star reviews, flooringisforever.com. Um, they've put in the floors at a few of my friends' house. They look amazing. Check them out on Instagram to see what they can do for your home. So we do. We're saving you money on your home. That's my goal, uh, I guess, with this podcast. And our sponsors can't thank Kyle and Harley enough. All right, IndyCar. We we we, uh, we learned that Penske was rumored to have a quote-unquote fifth entry. I think a lot of us thought, okay, yes, but it's going to have to be tied to somebody else. Who will that somebody else be? Ends up being um, Peretta Motorsports and tabbing driver Simona Di Silvestro to return to the Indianapolis 500 for the first time since, I should know this, 2014. I know she was teammates in 13 with Tony Kanaan when he won. That she run one the next year. So, nonetheless, it's been over five years since she's ran the Indianapolis 500. She's obviously been doing other things. Um, ladder series to Formula One, that kind of thing. With this being said, I love the idea. It really shows Roger Pinsky's commitment to um, equality, um, 
just making things easier, more accessible, more familiar for uh, minorities, for females, and it is a great thing. Simona is a great driver. Um, I think with the technical support from Penske, she'll have no time getting up to speed. And I've always liked Simona. She's always been a great interview. We're right around the same age. So, um, you know, I got to meet her her rookie year back in 2010. Or was it 20, 2010? I'm, I'm telling you, maybe I have early timers is what it is. Um, but, but nonetheless, this, this is awesome. This, for the, this, is, this is about growth. This is about growth within the sport. Roger Penske's committed to that. He's put his money where his mouth is by offering technical support to getting this thing started. As you remember, a few years ago, back in 2015, they wanted to do an all-female motorsports team that didn't work out for the 16500. This is kind of a, a spawn of that, so to speak. So um, Simona Di Silvestro will attempt to run the Indianapolis 500. I like it. Um, you know, I, as a marketing and a female-driven uh, perspective, I, I would love to see Pippa Mann in the field. And she took a lot of hate early on in her career. A lot of that was from me. I will own that and admit that every day of the week. Um, we've since come to terms with each other, I think. Uh, we've sat down and talked. And um, I've said this for the last couple of years. I mean, there is, there's, not, there's not a better ambassador for your brand, I don't think, than Pippa Man and the way that she goes out and is in front of people and marketing herself and her image and her sponsors. So hopefully, um, you know, Pippa gets another chance. She has been very serviceable the last three or four years. Yes, she didn't make the field back in 2019. That was uh, way behind the eight ball with a new team partnered with, uh, no offense, probably the worst team in the field when it comes to Foyt Racing and where they've been over the last couple of years. And yes, they are making strides and making progress moving forward. Um, Larry Foyt has been doing that. But um, glad to see Simona back. Glad there's a female back. Hopefully there's more opportunities for for minorities and females to continue to grow and learn and be educated and educate others about the sport of IndyCar because um, where we are right now with IndyCar is it is 100% all about growth, getting that new audience. Um, I've pitched this to them many times in, in, in applying for jobs with the Speedway, applying for jobs with IndyCar. Um, I have great ideas because I could put myself into my nephew's and my little brother's shoes and say, okay, well, what do we have to do? Is it is it diecast cars? I mean, look what look what the NFL did with with Nickelodeon a few weeks ago in that playoff game. I mean, that there was more talk about the Nickelodeon aspect of that Saints playoff game than it was actually about the Saints Bears game. So um, that's just avenues. I hope people at IndyCar and IMS are looking into and discussing. Um, I did apply for a job at IMS. I know a lot of people sent me the communications director position. Um, I applied for the junior copywriter, which I don't like the title of that, but um, nevertheless, it would be writing website, press releases, um, email newsletters, writing in the program, which um, has, has kind of been a, I've asked about it before, it's kind of been a goal of mine for um, my, I guess my entire professional career is just to have have a have an article written up on that program. I think it would be um, amazing because we know how much people collect the programs. My dad does. We have so many of them. I, I still go back and read some of the articles um, from you know the the late '80s, early '90s. One of my favorite things to do is I'm in my car a lot for for the work for the job I do now um, is dial up the TuneIn app and dis- and and listen to old. Usually, usually they play old Indy 500. Sometimes they'll mix in an Iowa race or a 
um, you know, a Sonoma race here and there, or, or Phoenix was on. Um, but but if but if you tune in, more than likely you're going to hear um, a past Indy 500, and to just the audio of it and how awesome the radio network is, and and the the form of art that that is, um, is awesome to to listen to. Um, college basketball, you know, we talk about the tournament coming here and, and, and we're ramping up towards that as we're already at the end of January, which is crazy. Uh, I can't wait. I, I think I'm going to volunteer. They're looking for like people to drive people around, which I can do. Um, I'm certainly, uh, on board to do that. Um, but you look at the state of Indiana, okay. And it's the Mecca of basketball. And this is one of the only places that, um, you know, could host this, which is true. I mean, we have the facilities here in Indianapolis to be able to do this. But when you look at it, the only team in the state right now that I think is in the tournament is Purdue. And that's only been as of late with the road wins against Michigan State, the road win against Ohio State, um, being able to knock off Penn State. And then they have a game this weekend. Obviously, they went to IU about two and a half, three weeks ago and got a victory there. Um, but right now, Purdue and Matt Payne are the only team that I see in the state of Indiana locked in. I mean, IU's got a lot of work to do. Butler has uh, an enormous amount of work to do to get into the tournament. Notre Dame is not there. Valpo, Indiana State, Evansville, not there. Ball State could get there, um, but they're not there. IPFW could get there, but they're not there. Um, IUPUI's found something the last couple of weeks. Hopefully that, that continues on. Um, they're a team that I think can make a run, but we've seen that, and I mentioned this on a podcast a few weeks ago, we've seen now that the Big Ten tournament has decided, okay, we're going to play in Indianapolis and kind of do a bubble a week before the actual bubble for the tournament. Um, I, I love that idea. I like that idea a great deal. Uh, I mentioned that, you know, will we see other maybe further out conferences look into hosting their tournament here in Indianapolis. I think I said, what, could you imagine seeing the Mountain West play at the State Fairgrounds or the WAC play at Hinkle? I'd go. I mean, I'm down to go to all these. I mean, I've already had the COVID. I'll, I'll wear a mask. I did it at the Butler game a few weeks ago. So there you go. Um, just quickly with the Super Bowl coming up, I don't know if I'll do a scoreboard pulling out on Twitter at Tony D&D. We'll have to, we'll have to think about that. Um, I'm just going to stick with what I've been saying. It's Packers Chiefs. I mean, it's a, it's a, what would you call that? State Farm Super Bowl, the Jake Super Bowl, J- Jake Super Bowls that we're looking at. The Patrick Mahomes versus Aaron Rodgers. What a game that would be. Aaron Rodgers, he's having so much fun. His interviews with Pat McAfee on Tuesday are great. Looks like he's having the most fun in his life playing football because he's got weapons and he's got a defense, and that's what you need um, to get to the Super Bowl and win. So the Chiefs. Looks like Mahomes will be playing this weekend. That was crazy. Um, going down, getting hurt, concussion protocol against the Browns. They almost lost that game, which would have been set up a Bills-Browns unbelievable AFC championship game. But it'll be Chiefs-Bills. It's going to be a good game, and hopefully Mahomes is back at 100% and uh, can get these Chiefs to the Super Bowl. Chiefs-Packers is what I've been saying, so... I'm going to stick with that. As always, thanks to Kyle at Caliber Home Loans. Get a hold of him now. Um, you got a chance to save some money. This is a time where we're all looking to save some money, especially I know with with the situation that's going on and getting some stimulus You know when you get that. But give him a call, 317-680-6306. And if you want to use that money that you save refinancing your home, you can use it to make your home more valuable by laying down some new carpet or flooring by giving 
Harley, call it flooring is forever. 317-755-1246. Thanks for listening to the Tony D Podcast. As always, we'll be back uh, sometime next week. Send me your predictions for the Super Bowl and uh, your thoughts on Philip Rivers' retirement. Take care.